Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. I bought the anarchist cookbook, but all that stuff tastes terrible. I have a short-term memory foam pillow because I lost it. Last night I fell asleep while watching a documentary about human consciousness. I've been trying to quit chewing gum, so I started smoking. Lately, I've been really upset at my therapist, but I have nobody to talk to about it. My cat wanted some catnip, but I sold her a bag of oregano instead. I asked my dog if she wanted to go outside. And she was like, I don't know, who else is gonna be there? <laughs> Welcome to Dustin's Vinyl. Here's your host, Dustin Chafin. Cap for everybody. Ooh, nice job, thanks. buddy. Always thanks. great. A little comedy music up top. I love oh, it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I have jokes. Like that, that new, uh, like that new deep voice you're doing too. Very exciting. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I like the uh, catnip. Uh, you gave your uh, cat oregano. Right. I remember one time I um, 
Remember New York was always so foreign because you just like you had no idea what we, you know you, you just believed everybody on the street and everybody was like you know not gonna rip you off or whatever. I remember one time <laughs> I tried to buy weed in Washington Square Park, and uh, I gave the guy money, and then he just ran. <laughs> <laughs> he ran. <laughs> he just sprinted across the park, <laughs> and I chased him for a long time because I'm like a cross country guy, so I can go forever. And oh, I was yeah. just like, ah, oh. I was like, what am I doing? I'm gonna chase them to their den, you know, their lairs, you know. That's what they want you to gangster do. den. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they just beat the crap out of me and take, you know, whatever money I have left. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, but yeah, that's it. So um, it's exciting. Today we're uh, gonna get into uh, stand-up comedy albums. So let's yeah. bring in um, one stand-up comic and then a dude that's just around, but we like him because he knows stuff. <laughs> All right, give it up for Jeffrey Paul and Adam Holtz, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Paul used to be a cop. So did you ever were you ever narcotics? Did you ever go vice? No, what, what what I used to do was uh, I worked in the Department of Probation. So if you were in uh, violation of your probation, mm-hmm. I was field services. I had to go and get gotcha. you. Yeah, my brother knows you very well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, knows that that position. <laughs> he knows that position well. <laughs> did you get stabbed, really? Yeah. Didn't, I didn't Whoa. get stabbed. Jeff did, yeah. Jeff yeah. Did. I got stabbed? Yeah. 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 That's why when you're slap a cop <laughs> joke, I was like, God, Anthony, right. have a little, know the room, buddy. <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for you to come to New York, Anthony. <laughs> what, to slap you? Yeah, yeah, good yeah, luck we'll, with we'll, that. We'll see how it goes. He even, he even slap you in that purple shirt. He'll probably slap you like this, but he'll slap you. Oh, look at that. Almost ruined my I have microphone. dinosaur arms. <laughs> I only have so much room here. I have like a very, I don't know how you guys set up is, but I'm very limited. <laughs> My space to the computer, you know, I'm just oh, waiting yeah. for everything to just knock over. <laughs> um, fun. Good times. Yeah. What's up, Adam? What are you doing? You're, you're on fire again. If you know that. You're just oh, really yeah. sold on a, that graphic, huh? <laughs> I know. I got to make a new one. <laughs> you know, speaking yeah. of spaces, I have, uh, right now, I have my laptop on a cardboard box and I'm standing nice. up here with a, with this uh, microphone on a light stand. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, I got my laptop on two books, Rodney Dangerfield biography and uh, <laughs> uh, Paul Newman biography. Have I read them? No. <laughs> people always give you books. You ever have people give you books and you're mm-hmm. like, dude, what, what are you doing, dude? It's like, <laughs> read it to me. It's a personal thing. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? I mean, I think it's cool if it's something I'm kind of into. Like, I've, like I'll have a conversation with somebody like a, about a film or something, and then they give me a book on the director. It's like, dude, I don't, I barely watched the movie. Now I got to read about the director. Now, yeah, now they're giving yeah. you work to do. Yeah, it's just right. too much. It's too much. They tell you to do a book report. There's a quiz at the end of the week. Does this happen to you guys? I, I'm like in the middle of about four or five books. I start a lot. I'm, any, I'm anywhere from... About fifty to seventy-five percent, but I don't finish them. Hmm. Yeah, I usually switch yeah. to audiobook halfway through. I was like, "All right, just read it to me like I'm a king." Yeah. Just <laughs> 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 <Right? laughs> read this stuff for me. I don't have time for words and eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's how we do. Um, today we're doing uh, stand-up comedy, which uh, I have thrown in there because nobody uh, nobody really talks about comedy albums, really. I feel like it's a, a missed art form sometimes. I feel like uh, I feel we did this once before. We have done it. We yeah. 
me, yeah, us, but not the world. I don't think the world is discussing comedy albums, is what I'm saying. That's a, a, I love it. We you didn't make do it that on the show. Jeff. I, I we said we do it. I said the rest <laughs> of the world does it. Jesus. Just slap them. <laughs> slap them across the face. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm taking Anthony's side on slapping the cop thing. I'm changing. This is blue. It's changed the color. I don't know. <laughs> color if you there. change it to purple, he's wearing purple. Yeah. So blue or purple, you're still supporting. Uh, no, it, it's a, actually a Genesis shirt. Oh, Genesis. Green. We're going yeah. green. I don't even know what that means. All right. Um, Invisible touch? Was that... Yeah, visual touch. Yeah. Well, that's the uh, I can't dance. I think right. Is it a Genesis? Yeah. yeah, I hate Genesis. Really? You guys like Genesis? I love the Invisible Touch. Album. Yeah, I know I can't. Good, I can't take it. I hate it. What about you, Adam? You like Genesis? You know, I never really got into them, other than yeah. um, Invisible Touch, and I know that that's the one that's the you know the mainstream one. Yeah. But, um, you didn't like Land of Confusion? Oh, I love that. I like I the cover that of that. Who's that thrash band that does that? Have you heard of that one? That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Who does that? I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's amazing. I think it's either dis- um Yeah, I got to look that up. I think it is Disturbed. Yeah, it's disturbed. fantastic. Yeah. Is it Disturbed? Yeah, it's, Do a Genesis gr- cover? Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's yeah. so good. really yeah. good. It's kind of like in the vein of that Michael Jackson when you like. Um, disturbed. Oh, it's Disturbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It's like really just hard. It's 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 good, though. It's really good. Yeah, Genesis is one of those bands where it's like everybody talks about how good they are, and you're just like, okay, I'm sure they're great. And then I, and I don't, you know, I just, I don't know, I just, I just couldn't do it. And I know all these talented people are in one band, almost like it was a super band before they were, you know, before yeah. they were big or whatever. But I just, I don't know, I just can't get there, into. It. There were two incarnations of Genesis. It was, uh, they were a really heavy, uh, progressive rock band with Peter yeah. Gabriel. Mm-hmm. And then they become a lot more mainstream and popish, almost with uh, Phil Collins as the lead singer. I hate Phil Collins too. <laughs> Everything about there was, a, there was a time in the eighties and nineties wow. you could go years with that. You know, you, with that, you could not hear. I can't either take Genesis it. I can't or take Phil it. Collins. I can't take. He ruined it for me. It's like overplayed. You too. I used to like it. You know, all these people. There's so many bands that like. I'm borderline Led Zeppelin. There's so many great bands, borderline Rolling Stones, where it's just like God, ah, dude. Just like if you just went away for four months, you know, it, it would be good. And they just continuously play all these. But that's people. the beauty of this show. We get to like check out new music. That's yep. that's really good thing about this. Well, and we get to talk about music that nobody cares about anymore. Like Genesis, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> and, young, and that the Twitch Google, kids are like, "What? Google last, Genesis? Genesis? Is that the Bible? What is that?" Well, here's the thing, Talk though. About Sega Genesis. <laughs> last year there was their nice final. Shot, Nobody final heard you, but tour, I did. And anyway. it was the biggest. It was the biggest tour of the year. What was Genesis? Oh, okay. On the, this on year? Field, yeah, it's boomers, last year. boomers won't die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you see the footage from that tour too? With, yeah, uh, it's pathetic. Phil, uh, with Phil Collins yeah. sitting on, he's very he's frail, sitting. He's not yeah. as old as you think. He probably did a lot of cocaine or something. Well, he's he's like uh, rock stars don't age well. Him. He's about the same age as Rick Springfield. Rick Springfield looks looks better than all of us. And he's no, yeah, Rick, Phil Collins, first of all, Phil Rick has a great plastic surgeon. By the way, <laughs> uh, he <laughs> has Phil a great Collins hair guy. A... Great hair. Isn't he dying Half or something? Fake. Like he's Ooh. not doing well. Phil Collins. Yeah, he Collins. Yeah, he's doing terrible. He's he having some problems. Play. He can't play. He can't sing. Can't play. Like it's a whole thing. Tour. He's and just he out there. Dance. Yeah, <laughs> I heard. <laughs> he's not like you. He's not a phenomenal dancer. <laughs> um, I heard Animal from the Muppets was filling in for him. That's what I heard. On <laughs> solo work. I don't know if you guys heard that. 
Panama? Huh? <laughs> All right. Uh, Did you so hear that Josh Freese is the new drummer for the Foo Fighters? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's the kid. No, he's not a kid. He's he played with everybody. He played with. Oh, every, I he, thought he, his kid was playing. I thought uh, that oh, was Shane Hawkins. I thought Shane was filling in. No, that's no, the guy who the the everyone who thought coming out of the gate it was going to be Brian Mason because he he played with them at the tribute concert and he's yeah. you know he looked like Dale Hawkins, but the guy like uh, the guy that got is considered yeah. like he may be the best drummer available. He was he was just insane. He played with everybody. He, he played with your band. He played with Devo. Yeah. Oh yeah, he played with you. He was touring yeah. with the Offspring. He canceled the rest of the tour dates he had with yeah, the Offspring to join the Foo Fighters. He's, he's phenomenal. Still it, not it, enough it, to like the Foo Fighters. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like how Dustin will not give it on this point. He is trying to throw in a hard line on this one. <laughs> I mean, I just try the the hero song is kind of fun, I guess. I don't know. Song. I just can't do them. I can't. I try. I respect that dude. Probably the coolest guy in rock and roll, David Grohl. But I just can't. I just can't do it. What they said at their induction and what he said about Rush, like they're great. I just can't. You know. As as the person, I don't think anybody's a better person than that dude. But the music was a little bit better, right? It's not that the music's bad. It's just like Anthony, you know, not like it. You know, it's funny. I was watching um, uh, a movie on CBGBs. It was like scripted movie. It had the guy Alan Ritkin. Oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah. It's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Didn't like it. Oh my god, it was terrible. It was awful. It was so bad. Did you really like it? I didn't like it. Yeah, because you know what? There were so many cool references, you know, about CBG. I loved it. Do a documentary. This was terrible. This was terrible. That's what I would like. Um, I've seen. There's two CBGBs movies. I almost want to be like, all right, calm down, guys. It was just a place. Like you know, I mean, it was great, but you know what I mean? Like, calm down. It's just a place. They would have gone somewhere else. They would have just gone somewhere else. I mean, that's that's the thing. People get a little cocky about their venues, and I know it. It elevated a lot of people because I've helped. The comics become whatever the CBGBs of the time, but sometimes it was it gets a little too pompous, you know. But well, you, you I, may- I just didn't like it. I hated Blondie. That was she was terrible. Um, the oh. person that played Blondie. I just I don't know. I just didn't like it. And, and the Iggy Pop. I was like that too. Iggy no, wasn't like that. I, I think I'm Iggy Pop. Like, his, his portrayal. <laughs> he was still Hans Gruber. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, what so, I'm so, saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, how they get him? Decimates. That was that was ridiculous. You get the guy from Die, Die Hard to play like yeah, I don't know. It was okay. I mean, was I had a point. The point was uh, God knows because we Ramones. Where are my detonators? Oh, the Ramones are terrible. <laughs> uh, Joey was great. Joey was great. I thought that he that guy looked just like him. And he that was Howard Stern. Was that Howard? No, but I mean, it, it looked like Howard. It could have been. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the fact check. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was. I thought it was kind of. It's just hard to to do anything about like art like that. You know what I mean? Music and stuff. It's just hard. Stand up never goes. It, I've never seen anything about stand up that was good ever. There's never been anything good where they like portrayed like stand up comedy. No, no, never any movies. That are, the only King of Comedy is the only one because it was mocking the whole thing. That's the only one that was good. King of Comedy. What was the Chris Rock one? Oh, uh, five? top five or something. I I cool. top five? I, yeah, I'm not into black comics. What the, uh, if, I'm kidding. The Tom Hanks one. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Punchline. Punchline. Oh, Punchline. That's yeah. the worst ever. 
it's pretty so bad. bad it's so bad she goes to the diner she's gonna buy some jokes and like it's just it's so stupid <laughs> and he's at the park running a set are you are you at the park running a set you know it's just like and then they have lockers they're like oh let me let me put my microphone stand in my locker like what are you putting in your locker why do you have lockers in a comedy club yeah was, was tom hanks troubled was he oh, trying yeah, to break down in front of his dad and like uh and his brother i was like oh demons God. man yeah so bad and then it was like they were just giving it away back then you know you just like one set you're on the tonight show and then you're a star you know it was just crazy I, but i just I just has a bit just don't do it you know what i mean just do a documentary it's way more exciting crashing was bad freaking dying up here was bad uh, you know it's like i, I liked know. crashing oh it's terrible um, <laughs> it's terrible today, because they're skipping steps. You know what's funny, Jeff? Not that you getting famous. Funny you having to work a VFW on a Thursday. That's funny. You having to follow a, a raffle when they're just you know, giving out guns in Pennsylvania. That's funny. Not Wait. hanging out with Sarah Silverman and then automatically three weeks later you're a warm up comic making cash. That's not funny. The struggle that sounds funny. better than my weekend. What you yeah. just described. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle's funny. I don't think that. Just I don't know. They just they jump to fame too quick, and I'm just like, all right, dude. There's way. There's a step way before, right, Anthony? There's a step way before fame. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't seem to. Uh... Oh we my all god, have... <laughs> that's such a step. This past weekend, I was I'm so trying to pissed. climb the step. We're all trying to climb. It's a, it's a tough. I'll have the step, and then somebody will come in and just like knock it out. That's, that's comedy. That's why we love it. Stand up comedy. That's what we're talking about today. I'm doing some random pulls, guys. That uh, you know, some you might have heard of, some you probably haven't heard of. Uh, Lenny Bruce, a very troubled soul, which kind of goes with some of the guys that we listen to today uh, for the show. Lenny Bruce, uh, mm -hmm. I believe this is the uh, the one we just talks about is. Uh, his law stuff. <laughs> um, now nah, this is a good one. This actually has some real uh, material on it. Christ and Moses is really good. Hey, Lenny Bruce is good stuff. If you want to go down to kind of have the origins of how it all started, you know, the traditional stand-up comedy of the Bill Burrs and all these guys, Mark Marins and all where all that came from. You don't exist without Lenny Bruce. He <laughs> died for all our comedic sins, you know, Got a Ricky. Imagine that, Jeff, just getting arrested. You know, you're just on stage, just doing a bit, and then the cops come in and just drag you I off the stage. Yeah, I mean, I've crazy. been dragged off the stage because I was drunk, but not because I was, you know, having some poignant moment of, you know, it really going across like something the lines. out of like, a, out of like yeah. Nazi Germany. Yeah, it's great, but that's the comics had to deal with that. Carlin had to deal with that. You know, so many people, ridiculous. Um, you know, and then sometimes, you know, you get, uh, Jerry Lewis, uh, songs for children, <laughs> sings for children. <laughs> Anthony, do you do a Jerry Lewis impression? I don't, but I have a, an Hi, album Dave. called, uh, songs for children to cry to. <laughs> I bet, I bet it's better than this album. I would, Jerry Lewis sings for children. Uh, I didn't even know there was an why album Why do you have songs that album? Children. Um, I'm an avid collector. Oh, I that is a crazy album. I, I have, never even I heard of that crazy album. album. I have this one, the best of Chicken Man. It's, uh, uh, it's a crime fighter, uh, kind of mocking Batman, and it's like radio. I like radio comedies and things like that. Oh, kind of the too. old, you know, forties and thirties stuff. I have all kinds of stuff. Uh, Jeff, yeah, that's a good I, one. I'm multifaceted. I'm like I'm not, next level stuff. That's why I like uh, Shelley Berman. I like I got all kinds of stuff here, but oh Jesus, Shelley Berman. Who we doing there? Oh, this guy's really fun. This guy's the funniest guy. Oh man, he, he's like wasn't he like a southern guy? 
he's a southern guy he was yeah. gay like it, nobody but he was kind of in the closet but it, and then he kind of came out later but he's so funny dude Jerry, he's like the guy that he might be a redneck all those guys ripped him off yeah, like this guy yeah. was the best and then this is up uh anthony's uh you know wheelhouse smothers brothers <laughs> oh the smothers brothers <laughs> yeah guys were great these guys were like the lenny bruce of their time as well i mean they got like shut down for mocking like the vietnam war and things like that on laughing and stuff so yeah these guys were um way ahead of their time as far as like pushing the political line and stuff like that but uh some other brothers are great and so it's such the best i love a good you know two-man team you know it's like it's always very funny to me and uh, i met these guys they were fun they were nice oh yeah cool, cool dudes Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Stand-up comedy, baby. Oh, yeah. and I almost forgot. Uh, on CD, uh, I found out there's <laughs> the last one left. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Stop telling people that, eh? I can't. I can't. I got to keep telling people that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, produced by the lovely Anthony Kapfer and myself, we uh, we put this thing together. It was a lot of fun. So uh, it's a dear in my heart. This little, uh, one, last one, literally, I have none of. Just found wow. it the other day. I was like, let's hold on to that. Very cool. I have mine somewhere. Yeah, Stan, you better. I signed it to you. <laughs> better have it. Uh, stand-up comedy. Let's start with uh, let's start with Adam. We never start with Adam because you yeah. know. All right, let's <laughs> break it out. What do you got, Good. buddy? <laughs> So I, I went with um, Bill Burr's first uh, hour-long special, uh, Why Do I Do This, from 2008. And um, I hadn't heard this in a while. And I just, you know, I, the, the one thing I remembered was the, uh, the muffins bit, just smashing the muffins at the, uh, at the, um, the market. Um, and I just thought this album, just listening to it um, a couple of times this past week, um, I just think it's it's... I mean, it's hysterical. I think it's perfect front to back. You have so many uh, great bits on here with, um, you know, just starting with the whole uh, with pedophiles, with pride, Hillary Swank, with balls on a dog. Um, uh, The whole thing about can't hit them with. um, um, It's (laughs) so funny. The uh, the Jimmy the Greek bit, which just feels, you know, just as revel. I mean, a lot of this stuff just feels all the social commentary feels just as relevant now as it did back in 2008 but i noticed that with all the ones that that we picked you know it's yeah. you know nothing really changes ever yeah it's you know just the just the names and uh we just have better technology that's it yeah absolutely um yeah i knew bill burr when he was billy burr and uh he you know was kind of you know, kind of a clunky style like he hadn't quite found this thing that he has now and so it's it's always interesting to see guys kind of get to the level you know where they're at when they started and stuff so i got i got to see you know this guy do that and uh you know it's funny i think he's kind of like if dice had been more skilled and less cheesy you know that's what bill burr is like he's he's able to talk about stuff in a way that you knee jerk get offended 
but then he's so personal about how flawed he is that you you go along for the ride. So, you know, and I think and and you hear him out on it. And that's, you know, that's the thing how, you know, comedies evolved from like Kennison or Dice or whatever, where it's like they were just like pop, pop, pop in the face, but there was no vulnerability to it. And, you know, so him like, you know, talking about all this, stuff, the pedophilia stuff is so funny, dude. I love that. <laughs> that's so funny. And that's been going around on Instagram, that clip and stuff is like, you could just rub a kid's head and just be like, hey, Rusty. And now I'm oh, like, get yeah. that thing away from me. <laughs> <Get> that- <laughs> so, so it's like, mm-hmm. it's just so funny. And like, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, just all the stuff that he does is great. And I think he's really tapped into a voice that is. You know, he's perfected ranting, mm-hmm. you know, and but at the same time, it's vulnerable ranting like he, you know, puts it back on himself. I'm crazy. I'm I'm a lunatic. Like, so, you you know, he, he's showing vulnerability through ranting where most people don't. You know, you see guys, you know, that, that that's their style, you know, and, uh, you know, they don't they don't bring it in. They just like make it all about like shitting on everybody and everything, society and stuff, but they're not putting it on themselves. And so I like it that he does that. Uh, Jeff. You like uh, Bill Burr? Seems like he's your style. Yeah, I I I, I liked every album that pretty much that we listened to this week. I really like this. I listened to this on Sunday. Um, I got up uh, early. I went for like a run and a, then a walk. So I was I was out for like about an hour, and so so I got a chance to listen to this. And I, I like his girl voice. Like, you, know, <laughs> you know, like you can't you can't hit him. I yeah. think that you know that, so that you know you know like I Just, hear the albums that we listened to this week. And then I get depressed because I'm like, why can't I write like this? Why can't I like I, yeah, like, I wish I could be like yeah. this good? Because I think these guys are all great. I think this is Bill Burr at the top of his game. I really think this is a great one. Yeah, knocking the protein shake out of the muscle guy's oh, yeah. hands. That's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you think, you're, you're good. You re- you remember like I you know like like a like certain line from it. Like yeah, I like that. Like, yeah, like the little like ru- <laughs> even like you know, hey Rusty, you know you know his, yeah. his red chest hairs. Like, I can think of like all these yeah. like, little oh, yeah. jokes. They're just so funny, and they just they're just like these little peppers just make the bit so much funny. And one thing too is um, some of this is familiar with other like Chris Rock has done stuff on this, and people have done similar bits, and that's what's cool to see somebody do something similar on you know you know a woman you know i'll shake a bitch or whatever like he'll you know he did a thing (laughs) on it and then bill taking it somewhere else so you know it's reassuring that you could do a similar premise but as long as you make it your own and stuff so it's cool to see that when you see somebody doing similar stuff and then because even all the albums we had except you know anthony's way there was very similar there's a lot of similarities and kind of the, the material but it was like completely unique to those guys that were doing it. So I think that's that's always you know cool to watch. Anthony, you know, so most of the time, I think you've heard me say I'm not usually a a big Bill Burr guy, even though like he's, I'm not saying he's not talented. He's great at what he does. It's not usually my thing. Wow. But I enjoyed this album a lot more than I thought mm-hmm. I would. I've seen a couple of his specials and i was like man eh, you know whatever but this album i found it to be pretty funny so i was i was surprised was i mean he, i know that they're all you? was he mean to you in a group no, no, no. <laughs> i know that they're all funny it's just not uh when i i mean you 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 know my pick when yeah. when when i'm putting on a stand-up album or watching a special or something i'm i'm looking for something a little bit different than this kind of style so okay. he's he's great at what he does but it's it's not usually what i'm what i'm looking for 
but but this one uh, was closer than I would have expected to yeah. to, what I, to what I like. Yeah, I think I I I kind of come and go with different styles of comedy. Where sometimes it's nice to be taken out of um, the world and mm-hmm. you know comedy and have something that's a little more surreal and funny and in in a more wholesome way or a more ridiculous yeah. way. And then sometimes it's nice to have. You know, like punk rock is really a version of like your feelings towards the government and what's happening in the world and all the the, the, the ridiculousness and the, you know, hypocrisy. And that's what a lot of punk lyrics are, you mm-hmm. know, where they're just going at it. And so to me, this is what, you know, punk comedy almost where you're just like going at society yeah. and talking about what's happening. And so that's why it's, you know, it's closer to Bill Hicks and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's Lenny Bruce. Like, you know, it's really going at stuff. And so it depends on the mood you're in. Sometimes I'm in the mood for punk. Sometimes I move for jazz. It doesn't go anywhere. Like it yeah. doesn't. <laughs> you know, it's like it just depends what your thing is, you know, yeah, what yeah. mood you're in. So sometimes you can respond to it. this particular album is probably one of his best. I think, uh, you know, you catch Bill about three years in and you're going to get to his best work. And then mm-hmm. just like a lot of artists and bands included, you know, when you start having to pump them out on a regular, you know, it dilutes right. it a little bit. But this well, album is great. When yeah. He's hungry. I, yeah. I think some of the later ones that I tried to the specials that I tried to watch. It yeah. felt a little more like a one-man show, and this was more like um, like he was doing bits. Yeah, kind of oh, like and people that. are never funny when they get married. You know what I mean? Like you just you know, <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> have kids and marriage. Come on, it's like then it's everybody's doing marriage and kids bits. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> now, but this is like you can tell he's not married. He's talking about it. You know, he's got a crazy girlfriend. Whatever. It's like so it's yeah. It's you can tell this was like from the funny bone to this theater like it, yeah. it started out somewhere and then it ended up like he's about to blow up after this particular recording but uh but yeah it's still that those early fresh days it's like chris rock's early stuff is like so much better dave Chappelle's. it's like it's just when they're hungry you know oh yeah and they're just like but but you know but some albums are good later you know but it's just this one's you know just depends on kind of what you're into but but yeah but uh yeah it's a great album I think it's uh, especially now. It's nice to have somebody else kind of like going after stuff because everything is ridiculous. You know, the stuff he's talking about is like you know the way our society is going and everybody's especially now with a woke society and different things. Yeah. It's like I understand being like you know aware, but then at the same time, people take it too far. The right goes too far and the left goes too far, and that's the problem. Nobody's merging somewhere where it's sane, where it's like their sanity. And so, you know, so so somebody like this is kind of like, you know, he's he's tapping into that stuff that, you know, that we're all thinking. And that's the thing. Comics are the modern day philosophers. Like we need somebody to kind of like put it together. And sometimes a comic can do that better than a newspaper or a a big ass book or whatever. Like somebody, you know, (laughs) who never went to college, who played like freaking two drink minimum comedy clubs can make more sense to what's happening sometimes than somebody who's like, you know, respected you know, person that says stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean, huh? All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go, Anthony. You need a refreshing breakup on this. <laughs> All right. Well, we're just talking about an early album, and uh, yeah. mine was a later career album. Uh, this is uh, Stephen Wright, I Still Have a Pony, which is his second album it's the follow-up to i have a pony which came out in 1985 i believe this came out as a special 
in 2006 and then uh, as an album in 2007. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's Stephen Wright. It's absurd, surreal, cerebral one-liners, a couple of little guitar things, uh, which surprisingly my least favorite Stephen Wright stuff is, is his guitar stuff. But, uh, uh, but I love it. I, I mean, this is every time I listen to a Stephen Wright album or watch one of his specials, I want to start writing jokes again. It just always makes me want to be like, you know, d doing what, what he does. So, um, I, I like it. I don't know. I don't know how, how you guys felt. Yeah, we're all Steve Wright fans. You'd be, I mean, it'd be impossible, to, I think, to find someone who's a comic or somebody who loves comedy that doesn't like Stephen Wright. I mean, he's, you know, he's the guy that just has perfected joke writing, and he's fantastic. I remember I learned how to write jokes for two albums. It was like uh, Sam Kinison, uh, Louder Than Hell or something, and then this was uh, the first album that, that Stephen Wright did, and I, I Want a pony. pony, I Have a Pony. And so I just listed both of those over and over and over. And if you kind of look at my style, you could see where those two would blend who I yeah. am. But it's <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, you know, it, it, there's something great about a joke. And sometimes you don't want to rant. You want somebody that can perfect a joke. And this is kind of a dying art form. You know, a lot of the younger generation comics, they don't really kind of, you know, they want to try to be Bill Burr. They want to rant about something or they want to share a story. They want to try to be a storyteller. And nobody's really, you know, doing the craft of set up punch. And sometimes it comes off dated. You know, you'll see like an older comic get up there and just kind of do these one liners and stuff. And, you know, it feels a little dated. But I don't mind it being dated. I, st you know, I'll listen to doo -wop. It's still good music. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes set up punch comes off like it's a little dated, but, you know, it's still great. And I didn't realize how good this was. I, I kind of wrote this off a little bit. I think I'd heard it. I watched the special, but I didn't really, you know, when you hear comedy, you can kind of get into the material more because when you're watching it, you're more like watching the crowd, you're watching the outfit, you're watching the thing. There's more to watch and less. You, you think about the, the, the stand up, the, the actual material less. And so when you hear it, you really hear it. And so there's some great jokes in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, the ADHD, you know, is, uh -huh. you know, and the, it's, you know, has. I love the one where uh, he says uh, something like, can you imagine how weird telephones would look if your yeah. ears were nowhere near your mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first lady, you know, oh, yeah. does she know about dinosaurs? You know, just like just yeah, ridiculous yeah. things. And it's just, and then you hear it and you're like, how did somebody not come up with that? Like, in, you know, or whatever. And so, um, I have yeah. a camera that's uh, so advanced. You don't even need it. Yeah, <laughs> I learned about a lot about love. Never thought I'd want to kill myself. Like it gets kind of yeah. dark, and yeah. he curses a little bit, which I didn't know he cursed at all. I thought it was yeah. completely oh, yeah. clean Shit. comedy. I think what? twice it was too. like a clean. Yeah, yeah. He said something about he wanted his shit. To, uh, he he wanted to be a bird so his shit would be white. Yep. or Something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, he the bird teacher. white shit. That was fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, he doesn't curse that much. But. Yeah, it's. I mean, I saw I saw him live once. I talked to him once at the comic strip. Like he's, nice. you know, he's a great, you know, he's a gem. He's like one of the best living comics we have left. You know, Carlin's oh. dead, Cannon's dead. There's so many people that are prior. They're all gone. And he and it's funny because when he came up, it everybody was kind of doing more of the Carlin thing. I mean, it was like Steve Martin and some of those guys were a little a little bit before him. So a little bit of that absurdity and stuff was kind of. You know, people were kind of, you know, getting into the more real stuff, more kind of raw stuff. 
And so when he came on, it was, you know, like, who's this guy? And I've, I heard that he was, he had terrible stage fright and, uh, just uh, his tone and his delivery just really became came from just being terrified of the audience. And so that kind of like subdued, like, hey, he really doesn't want to be there, you know? And so that kind of became his thing. And then just seeing him with his ridiculous, bald, frizzy hair and the thing and <laughs> holding the mic. And you were like, who's this guy? Who's opposite Eddie Murphy? You know, because that's oh, yeah. what was happening at that time. It was guys like that were like leather suits and just sexy and hilarious and funny and running around and doing impressions. And then this guy comes on and it's just the opposite of that. <laughs> um, Jeff, were you like Stephen Wright? Seemed like you're like a good joke. You know, I I was a big fan of his when he came out. It's funny that the last thing you just said because uh, you know, obviously, I was a huge Dice fan, and you know, you can't get two polar opposites with yeah. the dress, their persona, everything, yeah. their their acts. Um, the, the, out of the albums that we listened to, this is the one I liked the least. Um, I did. Anthony, what was the name of the song with the guitar? There was a couple of them. There was, there was, was a, that one when, kept kept when I was three. Name. That was fun. Oh yeah, the kitten song. <laughs> no, what was the girl's? What was the girl's name? Uh, you know that one annoyed me beyond belief. Um, really? But, but, annoyed? But yeah, but did, you? that's pretty but strong. He, yeah, it did. I, I I didn't I didn't like that one. And then um, you're just mad. I don't like Genesis. Poor Stephen Wright. <laughs> um, poor Stephen gets it. Did he, did he have a couple of callbacks from the previous album? Because the, the, the I think joke, he did. I think, yeah, yes. the joke with uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to paint the world. That remember that one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I thought, I thought, you know, I, I like. It. I, I, you're, you're right about the, the art of setup punch. I think that's a, that's a great art. It, it's a very hard thing to do because you got to write a lot and test out a lot of material. To get a to get a long set, but I mean, and I don't know if anybody does it better than Stephen Wright. That's that's another yeah. thing. I mean, but I I just think I enjoyed uh, your choice, Dustin. I loved my choice, and and um, and Adams. Yours was good, Anthony. I just there were a couple of bits on it that, I, but especially when anytime you played the the guitar and that one bit with the with the girl's name, I, I that part I just did not like at all. Is that yeah, the Mumble I, song? I don't know. I, no, it's, no, it's yeah, it's like it, it's like one of the third track. It, it's a girl's name. I, I'm it's, I'm forgetting it. Oh, yeah, um, I can't remember her name. Yeah. Well, it, it, the thing is, is like um, you got to break it up. You know, it's like even like Roddy Dangerfield's hour is tough to tough to listen to. Like there's certain times where like he and it's almost a little easier to listen to because he's so animated. So I think he gets away with a little bit more. But after a while, man, if you're not kind of putting a little bit of breaks on the setup punch people get to i saw him 30 minutes straight he did this and then he went into like you know he, then he did all guitar songs at the end he just closed on guitar stuff so it's like i think the guitar stuff is to break it up is to kind of make it like more of a full show not just the repetitiveness of these jokes no, because, I get, I get you know, that. but uh yeah but i you know i i think that's what's great about comedy you know it's it can't all be bill burr and all these it can't all be that you know it's like it, 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 i think it's like it's nice that you can break it up just like music it's like you can't just have like you like a good pop song you like a good you know whatever it's like a broadway tune you know and you like iron maiden you know mm -hmm. like that's that's the beauty of music i, I think comedy I think, has that too i think the albums that we listened to today were nines and tens 
I think yeah. this one was like a seven and a half to an eight. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, well, it's that's like, what you think. I think they're all tens because I know uh-huh. how hard stand up comedy is. And so you know how hard it is. And so Anthony is hard it is. And uh, Adam, you know, we'll include you on something one day. But I think the thing is, is like, it's so difficult. The fact that, first of all, I think I Have a Pony is the top three Mm -hmm. stand-up comedy albums of all time. So to follow Uh that as far as perfection, those jokes are perfect. And they all will make you laugh if you heard it today. They're still perfect and so i mean you know i, I can't what was it the c-section i was born a c-section so i leave the house i go out the window i mean come on dude like it's like <laughs> perfect jokes they're perfect jokes it doesn't get any better so i think it was kind of it was so difficult to follow that album you know and that was a very difficult thing and uh you know and two of the artists that are on today uh that we're talking about today both only had two albums there's uh, greg also only had two and so it's very hard to follow a good album. And so I think it was like the fact they did it way later, too. I mean, my God, what was yeah. that, 15 years or something? I think it was like 20, 22 years after. 22 years after that album. first album. Because and I think it was nominated for a Grammy. It wasn't? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I think it's hard to like, you know. Paul was nominated for a metal Grammy. What's up? Jethro Tull was nominated for a metal oh, Grammy. Right. <laughs> What's a metal Grammy won. mean? Yeah. What's a what's in the a metal? Of heavy metal? Oh, heavy metal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You really hate Jethro Tull, huh? Uh, I feel like no, I, I don't. I just don't think they've been in that category. Eh, whatever. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, the Grammys are what they are. I just is like it's just a, it's a you know just it's like you get upset that Pat Benatar it took this long. Like you get upset about the, that. That's just as it's as important as the Grammys. It's the same freaking thing. It's just it other people nothing. making money off an artist. That's all it is. <laughs> but mm. um yeah i don't know i think they're all great and today i think stand-up is i think stand-up is so difficult for people to kind of agree on so you know i think it's great i think it's just a departure from all the stuff because i'll tell you this though three albums we picked they all kind of sound the same mm. so i think this <laughs> album at least is different you know those guys are just variations of each other i think my guy did it best that's because i'm you know biased but i think they all kind of three did it it's all the same shit it's like they could all be the same comic whereas i feel this is completely different this is zappa this is different this is like this is going out of the zone a little because it's easy to rant i'm ranting right now like it's easy to rant but it's hard to write a perfect joke and i think stephen wright should get more credit f- from you for just because he did a guitar thing about kittens i, yeah. I, I, just, I, I didn't like it i know you don't have to like it but i can still argue about it that you should <laughs> you're arguing i don't know what you're arguing, Who are you arguing no, i'm with? still gonna argue that it's it's a 10 <laughs> it's just like that's your version i don't uh, think it's because you don't like it doesn't make it not a 10 elvis costello is, elvis costello is a 10 i would never say he's not a 10 i just don't like him that's the difference you're saying he's not a 10 no to you um, to me to me yeah. i'm saying okay yeah. that, that's what it is i mean like I, I i think you go with emotion i think you go with with with, for, with, with gut reaction and sure. like the, so that's that's why like the guitar thing i did not like i like his stand-up i like his yeah. writing uh, you know again i listen to that i'm like why can't i write jokes like this you ever seen that gets me mad <laughs> you ever seen rickles live i wish i did Horrible. i saw him a million times first 30 minutes greatest thing you ever heard in your life 
Last 30 minutes, he's singing tunes from like he's doing Yankee Doodle Dandy. He's got a whole he's got a band behind him. He's got a terrible voice. And he's not even being funny about it. He's just like singing like my way. Like he's just doing Frank songs. It's terrible. But that first 30 minutes is the most brilliant thing you're ever going to see. But then the last 30 minutes is awful. Once he goes into music, like, what are you doing with a big band? You're not Frank. You don't need a big band. Just do you. Well, that's why we're all here. And he used to do this thing where he'd have a full piece band, by, like a 18 piece band behind him, just like play all kinds of shit. And you're like, you don't need it. You're calling a black guy and hockey puck. You don't need, you don't need, <laughs> you don't need a horn section. You don't need a horn section. <laughs> so I think it's like, there's a lot of these people. Nobody says no to them. You know, that's the problem. Is like there's not enough, you know. I'm still getting criticized. It's and when I'm on when I'm on stage, somebody's not laughing at my shit, or somebody's heckling me, or somebody's messing with me. So it's like I'm still kind of in a realistic frame of mind when it comes to my comedy because I'm not adored and worshipped. So, but these guys are adored and worshipped. So nobody's saying, "Hey, don't do the guitar bit." And so you know, somebody's nobody's saying, "Hey, don't do an 18 piece band. You're just a comic." So they just do it. That's why Eddie Murphy went downhill. Nobody told him no, you know? And so I think certain guys that get to a certain level, they don't have somebody going, you know, you, I mean, your wife's not going dude. don't do the guitar bit. People just want to hear you do set up. punch. <laughs> That's the thing. You need more no men in your life. Ain't it? Right guys. No. All right. Damn. I'm doing Bill Burr up here. I have all a right. lot of no, no, <laughs> no men. <laughs> I yeah, pull out the guitar people, and all the bookers people everywhere. People tell you, you know, all they do, though. But that's why you're funny. You find yeah. a way to kind of like, not that they're not, obviously they're funny, but you know what I mean? Like you, but I, I don't know. There's some humility to your, you know, you change things and whatever. I don't know. I just think certain guys get to a certain level and nobody's stepping in. And they don't, you know, they don't have to, they don't have to prove themselves anymore. So they just mm-hmm. do whatever they want. And then, like you said, then somebody like Jeffrey Paul hates your little three second bit with a guitar yeah because he does because he does a, it knocks a, your 10 album down to a six <laughs> three minutes of guitar work and it's just done it's just done uh adam what do you think about old Stephen wright you know i i didn't mind the guitar stuff i thought it was i mean it was short i think i think stuff like the mumble song probably worked a lot better visually than on the album um but um but i think when you you, you said you mentioned zappa i think I still have a pony is, is it's so out. It's so much. I actually think it's further out there than I have a pony. I think it's, it's more absurd. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's a little bit more surreal. I, I loved it though. I thought it was great. I, Stephen Wright was always one of my favorites growing up. And, um, you know, I, I mean, most of these jokes are just, they're, they're fantastic. They're well-written. They're hysterical. I like the hitchhiker one where he says, um, you know, I saw a hitchhiker holding a sign that said heaven. So I hit him. <laughs> I forgot that was about great. That, one, yeah. that was a great, great bit. <laughs> I also think like <laughs> Stephen Wright's one of the few comedians out of all the great comedians that you can listen to and still enjoy it. Like when it was funny, when we were listening to the other albums, like everything is dated. It's about Obama. It's about this. Like yeah. it comes off, it's so 19 2007 or whenever it was. Yeah. Whereas this stuff it holds up more like music. Like you hear it over and over and stuff and you still enjoy the joke. You even know the punchline and you still enjoy the joke. Whereas a lot of, you know, the biggest hardest thing is a standup is like people just, you know, they, they throw us away when it comes to like doing the same act over and over. It's like, Oh, whatever. Meanwhile, you know, freaking Def Leppard can do it and everybody loves it. <laughs> but God forbid you go to a comedy club. I was at a comedy club one time and, um, 
some guy had seen me, you know, and bought my album, and then I was doing some stuff off of it, and he just starts heckling me that I was doing the same shit. I was like, dude, I'm not the Rolling Stones. My, you know, I got, you know, I'm trying to, I got a limited catalog. Like, calm down. Like, he got angry <laughs> that I was doing some of the jokes that he bought off the album. I was like, dude, I'm sorry, man. It just, you know, so yeah, people don't let comics do the same. But with, I don't know, with Stephen Wright, though, it was nice to hear new Stephen Wright bits because yeah. most of us don't know this album, but we know the other one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. So to hear that cadence and then it'd be something because, you you know, even if you've heard this album, you don't know the bits like, you know, the other album. So it's like then he just surprises you. So it was nice. I enjoyed it. That was great. Jeff likes it, too. He's just trying to be cool. Um, <laughs> purple shirt and his purple shirt. We're so old on this show. These mm-hmm. kids are like into K-pop and we're like, Genesis? And they're like, what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Wright, what are you talking about? Who is that guy? Uh, but yeah, one thing I like about Stephen Wright, though, is because Stephen Wright has spawned, you know, people, you know, like Mitch Hedberg and Dimitri Martin and Anthony Kapfer, you know, and so it's like <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, that style of comedy, you know, mm-hmm. he kind of like he's, you know, there's people that are, you know, Emo Phillips and people like it just, mm-hmm. you know, it Zach kind of Elfinacus. spawned Zach. Yeah. A lot of people, it spawned kind of this genre of comedy. So I know that's what I like about it, too. I don't think very few comics, you could say they, you know, they're the genre. They're actually the genre. Right. So Stephen Wright is the genre, whereas Bill Burr and all these other guys are not really the genre. The people done that before. But, you know, I feel like he created something. So I think that's something to be said as well. It's like 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 rock flute. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's like the, the Lenny Bruce of this kind of comedy. You're he saying? is. He really, kind of. I mean, there was some, you know, hitting young men and stuff. But yeah. with, with, with Stephen Wright. Absolutely. Yeah. He, I mean, he's the godfather of it. Yeah. I mean, Henny Youngman and, you know, there's some the one-liner guys for sure. But they weren't as dry as Stephen Wright was. No, no. It was more personality-driven, you know, Buddy Hackett and all that stuff. It, it was definitely more personality-driven. But, um, but, yeah. I mean, Bob Newhart and some – there were guys that were doing kind of a laid-back style and stuff. But, you know, Stephen Wright really perfected the absurdity and stuff. So, yeah. So, it's fun. Comedy. All right, so Jeff, we'll go to you. All right, I remember driving cross country and being obsessed by this record. I love uh, David Cross. Uh, if you don't know who David Cross is, um, he was in Mr. Show. He was mm-hmm. one half of Mr. Show with Bob Odenkirk. Uh, this album uh, was recorded in uh, 2002, so you're going to get like some uh, 9/11 stuff on it. Uh, it's a take on. Uh, social, political, religious stuff. Um, he <laughs> he talks about the South. I, you know, he, he has he has such great observations and lines. Again, I I listen to this type of writing, and I'm like, oh, why can't I be this smart and write like this? I like you know, like something like something simple like um, the South has a certain uh, kind of ignorance that is deeper and truer. And then he goes into like the t-shirts bit, you know, like you know, the South, you know, make no uh, God make no. 
no trash. And, you know, uh, when he talks about light up Atlanta, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I love and just like the story of whether it's a true story or not, I, I find it so entertaining and funny and 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 like I'm I'm just like listening to everything. I'm able to zone everything out and really really enjoy it. And I can feel myself there and envision it. Um, he talks about the challenges of living in New York. Um, you know, there's, there's a joke where he's like, every 20 minutes you have to decide immediately: do I take a look at the most beautiful woman in the world or the craziest oh, yeah. guy in the yeah, world? So funny, um, so funny. His his take after 9/11. Uh, I think people who've listened to this album I always kind of like uh, point out um, Gabriel. Gabriel wrote a because if Gabriel doesn't get to roll a blade, you know, you know, <laughs> fuck you, Sam whoever, you know, he says, you know, and he, he talks about the voice. He goes, uh, not all gay men uh, have that voice, but only gay men have that voice. I think that's that's a very <laughs> funny line. Um, talking about Ricky Henderson in the third person, Ricky oh, yeah. Henderson, and Nick, yeah, the, the, it, I just find that so entertaining and funny. And then the squiggle bit. And even his take on religion and the Bible and the voice he does of the other woman. You know, I don't know much about about the Jews, but I know you hate Jesus. Yeah, yeah, oh, so yeah. funny. I mean, that stuff is <laughs> fucking brilliant. Man. I, I love him. Why would hate Jesus? I hate Jesus, but I find them good. I mean, I was going to actually pick. Uh, I, what you picked, Dustin. But then I went back, and then I was like, okay, if you're going to do that, I'm going to go with uh, David Cross. And I was wondering what you guys thought about him. Yeah, um, I love David Cross. Um, I listened to, uh, was it this album? I think it, it might have been the one before it, like right before he like got huge or whatever. Um, yeah, I think he's great. You know, it's funny. I, I'm getting soft in my old days. Um, I was listening to these albums today, and it's like, it's like sometimes I'd be sitting there, and be like, "Ah, that's a little mean," you know. It's <laughs> 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 like because I've kind of been around kind of family-oriented comedy and stuff, and so it's like sometimes it's like, and I'm trying to soften up a little, and so then I see, I hear some of this stuff, and they're really going in hard on, you know. And it's so funny, the poor, the poor Southern people just really get it. You're like, oh, and then I realize, oh, I'm Southern, and then <laughs> so, but yeah, it's um, he's great, you know. He there's very few comics. Um, they completely be themselves. And that's what we're all trying to be as stand-ups. You know, a lot of us, not all of us, but some of us are trying to do the Stephen Wright thing. So I'm just trying to, you know. But I think when you're doing this kind of like storytelling and this kind of commentary, you know, it's like it's good to be yourself and really, you know, pull that out. And he does such a great job. And he is smart and he is funny and he's kind of like kooky and, you know. I heard he's kind of a dick. I remember he almost got beat up in Staten Island or something because he, these guys came up and they were like, big fan dude we're a big fan and he's like are you dude and he like kind of mocked them and then like is that true it's true i would am i lying to is you that, in staten island yeah it was in staten island or somewhere like that i want to say staten island because uh who's who was there uh this linda who used to book the uh broadway comedy club linda smith or no not linda smith what was her name linda, linda Rowe. linda Rowe. no 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 she uh she used to work for al martin uh, um uh, anyway she she used to book maybe before you got there Anyway, her son was in a bar with him. It was a whole thing. Anyway, he almost got beat up. They had to like, you know, they had to like escort him out, whatever. He ended up apologizing to all the guys because he was he was notorious for being dicky to his fans. And so there's something that that tells me it's like that's how talented he is, where you can be a dick 
and still people laugh and think you're great. And so he's kind of like an Axl Rose of stand-up, where it's just like, you <laughs> can be a dick, and you're still funny and likable to your audience. And so, you know, it's a little biased. It's a little like, if you didn't go to college, and you're not white like me, and you're not, you know, then, you know, you're an idiot. And so it is funny to listen to it now, where I, feel, I sense it a little more. I'm just sensitive to it for some reason. And so it's, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if I see the world like that anymore. Because I used to. I used to fight against where I'm from. I used to see the world like that. And so these guys are idiots and stuff. And these people are, are dumb or whatever because you're Republican or because you're this or because you're that. And so I don't know. I don't have that anymore. I'm, I'm leaning towards a middle ground of how I feel about people. So when I hear this, I'm thinking, oh, okay. You know, you're really kind of going in. I mean, how do you feel about that, uh, you know, Jeff, I don't know. I just do. Do you sense a little bit of that? Because he's a very like fuck Trump, fuck all this stuff. Like he's very <laughs> he, uh, opposite. He, he is. That. He is. But the thing is, I look past it because I I appreciate the writing and, and the jokes. There was a theme like of all these comics, like saying the f word was like edgy because they, they said, all said it. it. They yeah. all said it because it's like I'm edgy, you know, because uh, Lucy K did it too. Yeah, where you're just like, are you being called that or whatever? Like it's this edgy, like you're pushing the envelope. It's kind of like Richard Pryor saying motherfucker in the '70s. Like you're just you're pushing this thing. And so it comes off as this edge, which is it, they're all great at what because the, what they're saying is the commentary is, is spot on. And you kind of have to say it, I guess. But it's just it is kind of funny that they're all trying to they're all they all said it in like this. I'm edgy way. So I'm like, except oh, Stephen Wright. <laughs> only one it didn't say one slur on his on his well, album well, and that's why he that's why that's why Jeff gave him a four <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> Listen, if 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 David Cross would have played the guitar, his his rating would have gone down. Oh my God. No, 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 no. You back it up. You don't know much about David Cross if you don't think he wouldn't do that. He did a whole bit. His closer on one of his big Comedy Central specials or whatever is the uh, the armless drummer. So he does a whole thing where they no, but play. We're talking a, about this album. No, no, no I don't we're care about this album. album. I'm just saying he does. It, I mean, he. Have you ever seen the Armless Drummer? He. It's five I minutes of somebody of of drum, you know, drum solo, and he's just going. <laughs> and that's it. That's the whole thing. That's one of his big albums. Look it up. Drumless, uh, armless drummer. It's it's ridiculous. I don't know that one. It's ridiculous. You would like it's funny. It's silly. It seems like something that would have been a skit as a bit on uh, Mr. Show. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's something like that. Yeah. And I don't mind it. But that's the thing, is like, yeah, he's he's got silly in him, is all I'm saying. And it's like, and that's what I like about Stephen Wright. It's silly. It's a balance. I like both. Anthony, you big Davis Cross guy? I um I love David Cross. And um, you know, I I love Mr. Show. I love them in Arrested Development. Uh, and I've seen some of his other specials that I have enjoyed. I think listening to this as an album, I don't think it's as enjoyable as I, I would. I would be interested to watch this special rather than just listen to it. Yeah, it's also, well, the special it's, isn't exactly this though. It, it, no? it do cuts a lot out. Is it so? It's not two hours. No, I think it. In fact, it could, the special has a, a, a little skit at the beginning of it. Which oh. takes away some time as well. I would have liked this to not be two hours. I I don't know that it needed to be two hours long. I, but uh, and and I didn't expect this one to be the edgiest of the albums. When I heard the names that you guys picked, I didn't realize this would be would have like 
the most edgy material. Yeah, he goes in hard. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah I'm yeah I'm surprised. Jeff's a uh, David Cross fan, and that that I love that that you you know are able to see past kind of how he feels about people that live in Staten Island that are like you, um, <laughs> that, that or ex cops and vote the way you do. So <laughs> it's but, nice. But you, you know what? I I appreciate I appreciate uh, the, the writing. I appreciate the talent. No, and I appreciate you it for really appreciating it. I think it's great. I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think uh, funny's funny. You know, it's like I. That's right. I've you know, it's like you can't. I don't I don't like all the things I hear like Chappelle say and stuff, but it's like, you know, but he's funny. So, you know, I would never take that away. But uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, David Cross is uh, rest of development. Like he's such a funny actor oh, yeah. and silly. So, and like, right. he, I don't think he's done stand up in a long time. I feel like this is um, one of the I don't know when his last album was, but it, I haven't heard him doing stand up in a long great time. In the scary movie. Did you ever see that? Yeah. He's the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. And now and now he just and he looks ridiculous now. He's got like a you know this big gray beard and so it looks like a caveman and stuff. So I <laughs> he's got the Letterman. He's got the Letterman beard. Like, well, you got crazy. you got him, Jack Black. You know he will have yeah. this stupid beard. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you gonna do? Um, I'm growing mine out. Come on. You look great. You look great, buddy. I'm I'm just fermenting mine after this episode. All right. So. Uh, Greg Giraldo, um, some of you might know, some of you may not know, uh, was a very dear friend of mine. Um, he sponsored me, and which is kind of hilarious. I always like to make fun of that a little bit because uh, he had a thing with vices and things, and so we had this relationship beyond comedy. And uh, you know, it's it was it was great hearing this album because I miss him dearly. I think he was one of those comics that we lost a little too soon. Definitely a guy that uh, ahead of his time, crazy story, you know, Hispanic, uh, Harvard Law, like it just all the things. None of it made sense that he was even a stand up. And if I don't know if you guys, you know, saw him in a comedy club or like w watched him work out or anything, but uh, he was one of the best. It was I don't think anybody's better than him um, in the sense of like where he was headed with his material, he could have definitely been a George Carlin status and Louis CK and all that stuff. Like he was, he was always the smartest comic on the show. He was always the guy that you were like, Oh my talk about Jeff was like, you know, I wish I'd written that every, I mean, that's Geraldo was that for me, you know, it was just like, and I would sit down with him and talk to him about writing and stuff. And it was just like this other level. Like he, it was effortless. Like he could be do a smart joke effortlessly. Like it didn't even like, he wasn't trying to do the uh, smart bit. Like it was just there. And one thing about, you know, between the difference between him and um, Bill Burr and all that, he did read, you know, like, so, <laughs> you know, he did know stuff. And it's a difference. It's a different thing when you see somebody like Bill Burr, um, who's great at what he does, but doesn't have like, you know, all the information like somebody like Greg Giraldo has. So it's like he's able to kind of make the bit fuller and richer because he really knows what he's talking about. David Cross is, is smart as well. So not that not that Bill's dumb, but he, he you know, he makes a self-proclamation where he's just like, I don't read or whatever. So it's like more blue collar ranty as opposed to, you know, some what what Greg does. But um, this album is second album. Um, it was a follow-up to Good Day to Across the River, which is a phenomenal album, if you hadn't heard of that one. And, uh, you know, just uh, the thing about the fat kids and, like, just... <laughs> it, when somebody had asthma, it just, it just kicked the shit out of them. And, you know, so and, uh, you know, and then make it... The George Bush stuff is so spot on, you know, and just like, you're not a cowboy, and you know, it's just... It's, 
Connecticut and stuff. And like you were a cheerleader and all this stuff. And so, you know, it's, a, it's such a great album and so fun to to watch how he was able to craft these these ranty yet punchy jokes. Like he he had a great combination of rant but got to the punch a little quicker than most. And so I feel like it wasn't some drawn out story with some funny details. I mean, he really had punches on these. And so, um, yeah, I just really enjoyed, you know, listening to this again. And I loved the old people like on drugs things like, you know, when you need beer goggles. Yeah. When you married to the same woman for 25 years, <laughs> that's when, that's when you need beer goggles. Right. You know, <laughs> That's when you need to be taking ecstasy. And so all that stuff was so funny. He was such a dear friend and sweetheart and a, a hilarious gentleman and it was, you know, I really loved this album. I loved uh, hearing it again. And, and I didn't realize how good this one was because the other one I've worn out. So I've only heard this one once. So it was the second time in a long time to hear it. But uh, we lost him in 2010. And I feel comedy hasn't been the same. Those comedy roasts aren't the same. Um, you know, he was the best guy on there, in my opinion. And so, you know, it's like we lost a great talent. And uh, so it was great to revisit this album. The brilliant, great Greg Giraldo. All right. Follow that, Anthony. How did you feel about Greg? <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I, I I mainly knew him from the the roasts, nice. and he was great on the roasts. But I like I didn't start doing comedy until 2011, so I definitely I mean I and I went to see shows now and then, but I never saw him live. I you know never met him at a show uh, or anything like that. Uh, and I never really went ba went back and uh, listened to his his stuff. It was really just the roasts. Um, so it was cool to uh, to listen to it. I, I liked it a lot. There was a, um, he, you know, l listening to just the album. If you if you put it on, I would maybe be like, oh, what is this uh, David Tell album? Like the style is kind of similar, and even his voice sometimes really? sounds a little yeah. like a Tell to me. Hmm, um, interesting. But in a good way, because I also I love David Tell's stuff too. Uh, but yeah, this was great. I, I uh, yeah I check out the first one. Yeah, that, you know, I think a lot of guys. It's like the you know, the more you work together with somebody, you know, it's like you start to kind of like have similarities. You know, a lot of us, you know, when we work to work with somebody for a long time, you know, all those guys are down in the cellar and Boston Comedy Club, and they're all working together and hearing each other. So, so yeah, there's a group of comics that maybe kind of sound similar, you know, but uh, yeah, but I mean, a tale's more set up punch than Greg is. I mean, but the delivery and stuff, I see what you're yeah. saying, you know, but that's a New York style of comedy, it's I think. York, yeah, New York. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah, it's what it is. Vibe. It's like, hey, you got three seconds to make this drunk guy from Jersey <laughs> not heckle me, you know? Like, <laughs> and you're just like, Pra-da. and so I had yeah. this rhythm to just keep the audience, you know, kind of going. Uh, Adam, what do you think about old Greg? Um, I, I did get to see him live at uh, at the cellar. Nice. I, I always, I always, uh, I always enjoyed his comedy. Um, you know, and even listening to him when he would uh, when he would guest on uh, ONA. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed this album. Um, you know, especially a lot of the, uh, especially a lot of the New York city bits, which, you know, feel like that could be happening now. I mean, we've all had those exact yeah. experiences in New York city and especially the nine 11 resilience with, um, uh, the drunk oh, Jersey the girls showing the bachelorette party. <laughs> Got a condom on their head. Yeah, that was great. That was great. That was great. Uh, yeah, that was funny. I would love how David Cross and Greg both did the 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 same premise on that, and like oh, they're yeah. both completely brilliant and completely different. So it was great. Oh, he's got a great women's vo uh, woman's voice also in this. Oh, so funny, so funny. Yeah, I remember after nine eleven, we were um, 
we I, I went out and bought the biggest flag I could find. Yep. It was this big American flag, and I was running this little club. Uh, I used to run this place called the Bilge Lantern, like seven nights a week, and we did comedy there. And I mean, I put this big, huge flag downstairs, and it would just cover the whole wall. And we were like, "Yeah, man, we're American comics," and like we would just like do all this <laughs> kid rocking the whole thing. It was it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Uh, Jeff. Uh, yeah, like I said, if you didn't, I waited for you to pick an album, oh, and cool. I was hoping you would not pick Greg Geraldo, and you did. Oh, nice. Uh, no, I love, absolutely love Geraldo. I, I, I don't know if I have enough adjectives to describe how much I really like him. He was the best roaster. He was the most prepared guy. Oh, I mean, he there was no, there was no one who even came close. To him on these roles. I mean, I mean, I turned my son on to him. My son turned his friends on to Greg Giraldo. Um, he is on my Mount Rushmore of comedians when I think about nice. writing and and I mean, he's always funny. There's there, he's always funny, man. There's not a bit that I go no, not that one. That it's yeah. everyone's like that yeah. one. Okay, that one's an A. That one's yeah. an A too. Yeah. That one's. I mean, they're all they're all great. Um, one of the nice things is I've become friendly with his son. Um, who is also, you know, working out and trying to be a comic, and is just a, the sweetest, nicest kid. So, I mean, I, I really wish I would have gotten to to know Greg Geraldo, and I wish I would have gotten a chance to see him live. Just like Anthony, I think we started comedy around the same time. Yeah. So I really wasn't into the scene that that at that much. But um, yeah, it took me a little while to like to know who he was, and once I did, I was hooked. Uh, yeah, this album is is. It, you know, it doesn't get better. I mean, I wish he came out with more stuff. He's like to me, like what Eddie Murphy is. Everything that Eddie Murphy has on record, I think, is great. It makes me. Like, I'm not talking about like his singing one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, party all the time. I'm th- you don't like party. <laughs> that, that, that song's okay, the but the album I don't like. But yeah. but I think, but I think like you know his anything he did that was stand up related, not yeah. boogie in your butt. But I think yeah. like, you know what he did. <laughs> But I think what he did uh, yeah. stand-up related, I love. I absolutely love. Yeah, I could find a few things I don't like about uh, Eddie's stand-up. You know, the fact he did a well, joke, joke, joke about the bear using the rabbit for toilet paper. That was pretty cheesy. Oh, yeah. And then the mm-hmm. closer on Raw was just like, okay, dude, slinky, slinky. I'm like, all right, man. Maybe the, the opener on Delirious as well. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Wait, is that, is that, Jeff's is, favorite part. Is, just for, is that the honeymoon say He's going to say the word not, if you don't. He's going to say the word. Hey. Oh, okay. No, no, I know what he's yeah, Hey, yeah, I'm it, Mr. T. Yeah. Let me do you in the... Okay. All right, everybody. Yeah, it's great. I got, speaking of butts, I got to get my, my dog's butt <laughs> squeezed. I got to go. Uh, thank you for listening, uh, Dustin's Vinyl. Uh, please follow us on all the platforms. And uh, yeah, this is awesome. Support stand-up comedy. And uh, go see a comic you don't know. How about that? Go see a comic at a comedy club and find and get involved in stand-up comedy because we need fans. And uh, yeah, this is great. So uh, yeah, Greg Giraldo, uh, Midlife Vices. What was yours called, uh, Jeff? Uh, Shut up, you fucking baby. Shut up, you fucking baby. What'd you say to me, uh, David? <laughs> <laughs> what was yours, Anthony? What was yours? I still have a pony. Stephen Wright. And Adam, what was yours? Uh, it was Bill Burr, and it was uh, Why Do I Do This? I have no idea. All right, <laughs> I love you guys. Take care. So long, guys. Oh,